history of Oklahoma is about winning championships. Brooks trying to make something happen. He breaks free. Kennedy breaks out. Forget the field goal. Win it with a touchdown. What is up, Sooner Nation? I am Casey Mallon, and you are now in a Sooner state of mind. Make sure you like and subscribe on Apple Podcast and Spotify. It's playoff time, and the usual suspects are heading to Vegas for the championship. And our partner, Bet Online, is your number one source for football odds, stats, trends, and lines. With everything from point spreads to hundreds of bets on everything from the coin toss to the color of Gatorade, Bet Online is the number one source for your championship wagering. Head to Bet Online and join today to get into all the action. Bet Online, the game starts here. Sooner, state of mind family. On today's show, we take a look back how our Sooners did in the East-West Shrine game and Senior Bowl. Nick Saban has a new gig. National Signing Day came and went. A preview of Super Bowl 58. And Sooner Nation mourns the loss of one of their favorite sons. You know, I guess there's no good way to start it up when you have to talk about the loss of life. But this week, Sooner Nation and the country music world Lost one of its own. Toby Keith passed away on February 5th. The country music superstar had been battling stomach cancer since 2022. Keith's website and social media said Toby Keith passed peacefully last night on February 5th, surrounded by his family. He fought his fight with grace and courage. Please respect the privacy of his family at this time. Keith performed at the 2023 People's People's Choice Country Awards in September and received the Country Icon Award. He released his debut album in 1993 and is known for hits including Red Solo Cup and I Want to Talk About Me. Keith performed hundreds of shows for U.S. service members abroad, including in Afghanistan and Iraq. He sometimes gifted wounded veterans with wheelchairs at his concerts. A self-described third-generation Democrat, Keith told CNN in 2010 that his support of service members had nothing to do with politics. There's not one single thing political about supporting the troops, Keith said. Growing up in Moore, a lifelong Sooners fan, Keith had been a fixture at most Sooners sports, but especially on the sidelines at OU football games for the last couple decades, if not longer. The outpouring of love from Sooner Nation was everywhere on social media. On X, Caleb Kelly posted, I always reminded Toby the time I met him after we won the Big 12 in Norman 2016. In the locker room, he grabs me by the shoulders and screams, that's how you play some MF in football, Caleb Kelly. My response, holy shit, you're Toby Keith. RIP, cowboy, I'll miss you. Joe Castiglione posted, can't believe we lost our dear personal friend, Toby Keith. 
filled with deep sadness, but flooded with wonderful memories too. He was as authentic as they come and did more for people than anyone will ever know. Please pray for his entire family. Rest high on that mountain, Big T. Bob Stoops posted, it's hard to find the proper words to describe such an incredible and iconic person. Did so much for so many. Big life, big heart, great family man, loyal and true friend. Prayers and love to Trisha and family. Love you, brother. R.I.P. Big T. A couple of my favorite Toby Keith songs, Beer for My Horses and Weed with Willie. I'll never smoke weed with Willie again. My party's all over before it begins. You can pour me some old Whiskey River, my friend. But I'll never smoke weed with Willie again. Keith was 62. From one Sooner legend to another, Drake Stoops laced him up one last time in the East-West Shrine Bowl. The 2024 East-West Shrine Bowl was played in Frisco, Texas, and the West team won 26-11. Southern Miss running back Frank Gore Jr., son of Frank Gore. If the Frank Gore Jr. didn't clue you in, it's Frank Gore's kid right there. Gore was the offensive MVP. He led all rushers with 87 yards and a touchdown on six rushes, including a 49-yard TD run. He also caught a three-yard pass. Tulane cornerback Jarius Monroe was a defensive MVP. He had the only interception of the game. Drake was on the East team that struggled most of the night. Not a lot of action for Stoops, but still found a way to do Drake Stoops things, running crisp routes, blocking downfield on run plays, and he did catch a two-point conversion for the East. Stoops did his best work during the week of practice, turning the heads of coaches and NFL personnel in attendance. Pro Football Network's Tony Catalina wrote about Stoops last Sunday after the second day of practices. His play was just too exciting to ignore. The shifty wide receiver looked smooth in and out of his breaks, had lightning quick releases off the line, and drew a lot of eyes from scouts and players alike for his 1v1 work. In Stoops' final season, he led the Sooners with 84 catches, 962 yards, and 10 touchdowns. We'll find out a lot more about Drake in the upcoming months. Walter Rouse also had the East and West uh, Shrine Bowl invite and had a good week of work, too. Trevor Sakema, lead draft analyst for PFF, had this to say about Rouse. I'm O.T. Walter Rouse. He was lined up against Mo Kamara. Kamara tried to push-pull, but Rouse had the long arms, grip strength, and balance to stop it and recover. Rouse has been one of the best players here through two days. Rouse played at right tackle in the game and was very solid. During the week in an interview with NFL Network's Jane Slater, Rouse said, I knew in my heart that Oklahoma was the right place for me. If I could go back, that's really the only thing I would change because I would choose Oklahoma 10 out of 10 times. The level of play that Coach Venables and Coach Biedenbaugh were able to bring out of me, especially my teammates, and the intensity, the detail with the game, how I see the field and the physicality, all those things 
I knew I needed to improve going into my last season and for my fifth year. And I really think I was able to improve on those things and just have the platform to go even more and to be much better. Ralph, super smart dude. And on and off the field, just a great guy. I think the NFL is in his future as well. Then we had a couple of Sooners and a former Sooner down in Mobile, Alabama for the Senior Bowl. It was the national team beating the American team 16-7. And it was former Sooner and former cock Spencer Rattler named the MVP. He got the start and had a great opening drive for the American team, culminating with a 29-yard TD pass to Marcus Rosemey Jack Saint. Rattler definitely elevated his draft stock. This dude was once projected as the number one overall pick in the NFL draft. It will be interesting to see where in the draft and to what teams he ends up going to. Andrew Rame and Tyler Guyton represented the Sooners. And there might not be any player elevating their draft stock as much as Tyler Guyton has since the regular season ended. 6'7", 328-pound tackle was turning heads in senior ball practice. In doing so, there is now speculation that Guyton could go as high as the top 10 in the upcoming draft. Pretty good. Pretty, pretty, pretty good. You know what else? I think Andrew Rame made himself some money off his senior bowl invite too. Came into the week a little bit heavier. We talked about him maybe needing to add some weight. He did so, and it has paid off. A very good week of practice against some of the nation's best defenders. And then on game day, Rame got some work at center and at both left and right guard positions. The NFL loves that type of versatility. And with Creed Humphrey dominating for the Chiefs and Bill Biedenboe's track record of putting O-linemen into the NFL, I think Rame did enough to get his name into draft conversations. You know, just completely stoked for our Sooners and all these cats pursuing their dream of making it to the NFL. And we will follow all of our Sooners through the NFL Combine, which will be starting very soon, and then their journeys towards the NFL Draft in April. Well, National Signing Day came and went without a lot of buzz, really no buzz at all. It used to be the crown jewel of the college offseason, but now with early signing day, early admissions in the transfer portal, NSD has definitely lost a lot of its shine. Brent Venables and the Sooners do finish with another top 10 recruiting class. ESPN had the 2024 class ranked eighth in the nation. Not only that, but the Sooners have put a heavy, and I'm talking heavy, emphasis on bulking up in the trenches, specifically on the defensive side of the ball. David Stone, baby, is the most prized defensive recruit in a long time. And Stone has all the measurables. Not only that, but the dude is a hard worker and wants to dominate and will put in the work to do so. And 
Stone is just what the Sooners need making that move to the SEC. Sooners have a handful of four-star recruits joining him. Teammate Jaden Jackson, Nigel Smith, Danny Okoye, and Wyatt Gilmore. Huge expectations for all these cats, but it's well-warranted, and I cannot wait to see these guys in action. And after we get past the combine and draft, we'll take a deeper look into the entire 2024 signing class. There's been lots of transition on the Sooners coaching staff this offseason. Jeff Lebby and Ted Roof out. Seth Luttrell and Zach Alley in. The Sooners lost another good one as special teams analyst Jay Nunez is reportedly headed to Alabama. Nunez is expected to become the special teams coordinator for the Crimson Tide. Speaking of the Crimson Tide... Former Alabama head coach and college football legend Nick Saban already has a new gig. That was fast. Saban will be joining ESPN's College Game Day as an analyst. Adam Schefter reported that Saban will work primarily as an analyst on the set of College Game Day, but will also appear on the NFL Draft and SEC Media Day coverage. SEC Media Day coverage now featuring the Oklahoma Sooners. It's pretty cool. You know, this is a home run for ESPN, especially with the big noon kickoff eating into that game day audience. I'm stoked for it, and I am confident that Nick Saban will absolutely crush it. Nick Saban's on TV. Jim Harbaugh's in the NFL. That really leaves only Kirby Smart and Dabo Sweeney as the only true heavyweights at the top of the game in college football. There are a handful of coaches like Sark, BV, Norvell, Lanning, champing at the bit to take over as the BMOC, but that is still all TBD. But it is wide open and a full-on race for the crown. But like ACDC says, it's a long way to the top if you want to rock and roll. You feeling me on that? We talked about the college football landscape changing for 2024. And it looks like it's starting at the top. And I cannot wait for the new season. Woo! Come on. Get here, baby. Quick shout out to a few former Sooners that were doing work in the Pro Bowl games last week. It was Jalen Hurts, CeeDee Lamb, and Baker Mayfield repping the NFC. And it was Baker Mayfield winning the offensive MVP of the Pro Bowl, leading the game-winning drive for the NFC. CD dominated, too, with three touchdowns. Now, I didn't dig all of the events. But the flag football game, that was a lot of fun. You know, the uh, the Pro Bowl had kind of gone downhill. Players not really wanting to tackle. Who wants to get hurt, you know, at the end of January when your season's been over and as big business as has gotten, they found a way to make the game competitive again. Flag football, this game was a lot of fun. And you got to see the top NFL stars really competing. Everyone was completely dialed in. 
And just like the NFL season, the flag game came down to the last drive with the NFC defense coming up with the huge goal line stand to preserve the win. I know I was into it. And with flag football growing like crazy and coming to the 2028 Olympic Games right here in Los Angeles, it will be very interesting to see how this thing evolves. Um, I like the direction it's heading. Pretty good and entertaining stuff. And before we move on, I just want to say I am completely stoked for Baker, man. This dude is one of my favorite Sooners of all time. Baker bet on himself, and it looks like he is going to parlay that bet into a huge contract this offseason. And you know what? He deserves every bit of it. Baker also gets my vote for comeback player of the year. Went to a completely dysfunctional program in Cleveland. Completely dysfunctional owner in Carolina. Came in off the streets. Led those Rams to beating the Raiders on a Thursday night game. And now went to Tampa Bay. Bet on himself. Quarterback competition. Wins a competition. Becomes a pro bowler. And takes home the MVP honors from that. Just completely stoked for Bake. Um, players love him. The league is better with him and he should be the comeback player of the year. We'll see how that um, plays out. And just like that, we are now down to one game left in the NFL. Little game called the Super Bowl. You heard of it? Yeah, you have. It's the San Francisco 49ers versus the Kansas City Chiefs. The 49ers are favored by a point and a half and the over under is 47 and a half. And it's going down in Las Vegas for the first time ever. And it looks like it is going to be an awesome game. We mentioned last week, the Sooners lead all college teams with the most players represented in the Super Bowl. The Sooners are sending six players to the big game. Trent Williams and Braden Willis for the San Francisco 49ers. Blake Bell, Creed Humphrey, Wanye Morris and James Winchester for the Kansas City Chiefs. And it's Big 12 quarterbacks leading both teams. Former Iowa State Cyclone Brock Purdy leads the 49ers, and he's put together a really good, if not MVP-type season. Led the NFL in passer rating at 113, ranked third in touchdown passes with 31, and fifth in pass yards, 4280. He had 315 yards, and that includes 48 rush yards and a TD pass in the NFC Championship, and became the fourth QB ever with four playoff wins in his first two seasons. He became the fifth player ever with eight games of 120-plus passer rating in a season, leading that Niners offense, second in yards per game, fourth in passing, third in rushing, and third in points at 28.9 per game. Also, fourth in the league on third down, converting 47 and a half of their third downs. Pretty good. This Niners team is the fourth team ever with a 4,000-yard passer and four players each with 1,000-plus scrimmage yards in the same season. And former Norman High Tiger, tight end George Kittle. He had 65 catches, 4,020 yards. That was the most among tight ends in 2023 and six TDs in the regular season. He had six catches for 98 yards and a touchdown last time he played the Chiefs. 
Uh, if you're wondering who the other 3,000-yard earners are, um, Debo Samuel, Brandon Ayok, and Christian McCaffrey. Speaking of Christian McCaffrey, he led the NFL in scrimmage yards at over 2,000 and in rush yards at 1,459, tied for first in scrimmage touchdowns with 21 in the regular season. In the divisional round, he had 132 scrimmage yards and two rushing TDs versus Green Bay. He can become the third player ever. That includes Hall of Famers Mark Salen and TD, Terrell Davis with 50-plus scrimmage yards and a TD in each of his first seven career playoff games. Not too chabby. Blocking for Purdy and CMC is Trent Williams, who is maybe the best tackle in the NFL. Trent Williams just made his 11th Pro Bowl while making his first Super Bowl. Congratulations, Trent. And then you flip it over to the San Fran defense. Seventh in yards per game, 14th in pass defense, third in rush defense, third in points at 17.5 per game. Tied for seventh in sacks with 48. Tied for fifth in takeaways with 24. That gives them a plus 10 in the turnover ratio. 49ers advance to their eighth Super Bowl, tied for second most among NFL teams. They can tie New England and Pittsburgh for most Super Bowl wins with six, and they have 38 postseason wins, which is the most in the NFL. Now you flip it over. Former Texas Tech Red Raider quarterback Patrick Mahomes leads the Chiefs. Planet Mahomes. If Mahomes can capture his third Super Bowl victory, something only four previous QBs have accomplished, Tom Brady with seven. Terry Bradshaw, four. Joe Montana, four. And Troy Aikman with three. Pretty good company there. And at 28, will become the youngest quarterback in history to start a fourth Super Bowl. Two years faster than the previous uh, youngest. That was a 30-year-old Tom Brady with the victory in the Super Bowl. Mahomes would join Brady and Troy Aikman as the only QBs ever to win three Super Bowls prior to the 30th birthday. Dude sat out his first year, too, and he's only 28. Sick freak. Mahomes is 6-0 with 11 TDs for zero interceptions and a 107.6 passer rating in his past six playoff starts. In three games for San Francisco, Mahomes is 3-0 with 1,023 pass yards. That's a third 340 per game, nine touchdowns, 106.7 passer rating, including the Super Bowl 54 win. During the regular season, a complacent Mahomes, 14 interceptions, the most ever for him. In the postseason, zero interceptions. Dude knows how to dial in his game when it matters most. The numbers for the Kansas City offense, down a little bit. Ninth in yards per game, sixth in passing, 19 in rushing, 15 in points with just 21.8 per game. But they do it when they need to. Travis Kelsey. Uh, last week in the two weeks ago in the AFC Championship, 11 catches, 116 yards, and a touchdown against the Ravens. His eighth career playoff game with 100 plus receiving yards. That's tied with uh, Hall of Famer Jerry Rice for most ever. I know you've heard of that guy. If you're too young, get to the YouTube and peep the highlights on Rice. He has 156 postseason catches. That's the most ever. And 1,810 playoff receiving yards and 19 playoff receiving touchdowns 
Those are both second most ever. You know who's number one on the list. And has a TD in eight of his past nine playoff games. And has a TD catch in two of his three Super Bowl appearances, including uh, Super Bowl 54 versus San Francisco. But what's really made this offense for the Chiefs cook this year is a healthy Isaiah Pacheco. When he was out, they struggled when he's been in there. He's been balling, and the dude runs like the Tasmanian devil. 75-plus scrimmage yards in each of his six career playoff games and a rushing touchdown in each of his past four playoff games and has a touchdown in seven straight games overall. Last year's Super Bowl, he had 76 yards and a touchdown in the Super Bowl 57 win over Philadelphia. Earlier in the season, talked about the Kansas City defense carrying this Chiefs team. And this is Steve Spagnuolo's maybe his best defense ever. Second yards per game, fourth in passing D, 18th in rushing. There's a little uh, liability there. But second in points, giving up just over 17 per game. Second in sacks with 57. 27th in takeaways, just 17. And they have a uh, turnover differential of minus 11 which is 28th in the league. But as I said earlier, Mahomes, zero turnovers in the playoffs. He's got it dialed in. Chris Jones looking for his third in a row with a pass defended. He had three in the last time Super Bowl versus the Niners. Had two sacks and a forced fumble last time he played those Niners in the regular season. The Greek god of sacks, George Karloftis, had a sack and a fumble recovery in the AFC Championship and has a sack in three of his four past games. The linebackers for these Chiefs, Nick Bolton, 10 or more tackles and three of his past four. Drew Tranquil, former Charger, led the team with eight tackles in the AFC Championship, and dude was all over the field. He is balling out. Look for him to have a major impact in the Super Bowl on Sunday. It's going to be an awesome game, and if you want to make your Super Bowl party even more awesome, Head on over to footballdudes.com and print yourself up one of our completely awesome prop bet sheets. It's got 10 questions, mostly 50-50 odds. You can do it for funsies or you can do it for monies. Either way, show up to your Super Bowl party with these bad boys and it will be you winning the MVP. And it's just over 10 weeks 72 days or 1,728 hours until the OU spring game on April 20th. That's 420 for the players in the know. Make sure you like and subscribe on Apple Podcasts and Spotify so you do not miss any sweet, sweet Sooner action. Get over there. Do it now. It's so easy. And it's much appreciated. Also, Head on over to Believe.com. That's B-L-E-A-V.com. Go to shows. Type in Sooner State of Mind. You are locked. And we have a ton of great content. No matter who your favorite team is, there is awesome content for them. Every team, every topic, everywhere, Believe.com. And if you want to watch Sooner State of Mind, head on over to YouTube and search The Football Dudes. Like and subscribe once you find us. Sooner State of Mind is brought to you by Bet Online. 
My name is Casey Mallon, and as we raise our proverbial red solo cups, may we all be now and forever in a sooner. Sooner.